Hello and welcome to the England Athletics podcast. A look at the indoor season is on the way as we react to some brilliant performances. 21-year-old multi-eventer Abby Paulett making the world indoor team for the pentathlon. 1500-meter runner Georgia Bell gaining her first major international selection, which follows a break of around five years from the track. We'll also hear from the Nielsen twins and cover field and para events too. But first, Abby Paulett, having the time of her life really, she was recently part of an England team that went to Estonia to compete in their combined events indoor championships, came away with a huge pentathlon PB of over 4,400 points. Making the world's team for Glasgow was followed by setting a championship record to win the 60-metre hurdles at Bucks, of course, British University's championships of 8.17 seconds. And she also won silver with a PB in the shot put too. Here are her thoughts on a crazy few days. I've tried to really conserve energy um, for next weekend. I didn't want to sort of expend myself too much. Happy with the 8-1 championship record, finally into sub-8-2, which I've been really consistent at all season. So glad to have broken that. And then shot put, it took me a while to warm up. First couple rounds weren't the best, but I literally told myself in the fifth round, like if I foul it, I foul it. And I just really got after the shot. And yeah, 14-16, which I'm really pleased with. It backs up my 14 meter throw from the other week. And again, really good prep for um, next week. So I'm really happy. Yeah, of course. Uh, what a week it's been. Your, your world indoor selection off the back of an England performance yeah. in Tallinn in the pentathlon. So mm-hmm. what's it been like? It's been busy. Um, it's been a busy indoor season, probably more competitions than I'd planned originally. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm really happy and it just sets me up really well for outdoors. Like lots of PBs is indoors, so hopefully that'll boost my HEP score getting towards that 6K, 6-1 mark. Yeah, uh, just tell me about when you found out the news though of your, your world indoor selection. I was at home by myself about to cook my dinner um, and it was just a shock really. Like it took a while to sink in, probably a couple of days. But I rang my coach Ash and then rang my parents, which I'm not sure they were too happy about Ash finding out first. But it, they 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 were a bit shell shocked actually. I told them and they were just like, oh, like it wasn't a big um, celebration. So yeah, I was I was home alone, but um, I rang, <laughs> rang my coach, <laughs> my parents. No, that's brilliant. I mean, multi events seems a natural thing for you just because at like England under 17, England under 20 championships. No one was sure just how many medals that you were going to win because you had strengths in in sprints and jumps and everything else. So the last few years has been really interesting just, I think, for everyone to see what your your strengths will be. Mm -hmm. I think, like, you can get away with competing a lot more when you're younger. So since I've gotten older and since moving to Ash, I've sort of tried to reduce the amount of competitions I do to focus on that more quality training. Yeah, I I used to turn up to nationals and be in four or five events. I won... 100 meters and under 15 so um, yeah I think less events at the moment but more quality hopefully. What do you think you'll try and take away from the experience in Glasgow? You know, Obviously you have had like under 23 selection, under 20s I think as well, European team championships. I mean I'm so excited for the home crowd. I've never really competed at that level in front of like a crowd that will be behind me and I know from Ash and other people that I've spoken to, like competing at that level in front of a home crowd is just amazing. So I'm most excited for that. I hopefully just take away like another experience competing against those sort of girls. Like 
there's some really, really high quality girls in there and I just want to be in there with it and be in the mix and then hopefully build on Tallinn and this weekend. But I'm also really excited just to watch the other events and like get the get the pent out of the way on the first day and the women's hurdles is going to be amazing, the women's pole vault, um, so yeah. What about the fact that you have Ashley Bryant as a coach, someone who is you know, quite new to coaching but seemingly taking to it very well, obviously has the great experience himself of being a GB multi-eventer. Yeah, I mean, Ash is amazing and I kind of got injured not too long into being coached by him, but that was an injury that had stemmed back to my previous coaching situation. So his rehab is was like faultless and it really got me back competitive I think last year sort of took me took me a season maybe um, where I was just hurdling and now hopefully we're seeing like the results of the effort and the work that I've been putting in the combined events um, so Ash is, Ash is great um, and the experience he brings as a competitor as well as a coach like he's been there he's done the competitions he knows everyone <laughs> literally everyone so um, yeah amazing yeah, what about the fact that you are a shopper to over 14 meters? Yeah. And, and that's actually outstanding for a British heptathlete because it's not always been the strongest event over the years. No, I think we've been having a little bit of a race to 14 meters um, between like myself, Neve, Emerson, and Ash coaches Kat's shot put. Um, I don't think Kat knows she was in the competition, but um, in my head I've been like, I want to be the first one to get that 14 meters. Um, I did it uh, two, three weeks ago in Tallinn and then just to back it up, it's not a fluke. And when I threw in Tallinn, I threw 14.04 and 13.97, and today I threw 14.16 and 13.96. So it is there, um, and consistency is what I want. I believe also talking about kind of strengths and, and different disciplines. Your sister is yes. a netball player as well. Yeah, my so um, quite impressive, right? Yeah, yeah, my sister is on the England Roses pathway, um, under 21s and under 19s. She captained them at netball Europe vice-captain them um, so I think my parents were here on Friday and then Birmingham yesterday and then Manchester today with my sister we're very competitive but I think it's good that we're in different sports because it may be a bit too competitive but both of us being competitive with each other has helped us succeed in both of our sports like we'd be in the garden and we'd just throw netballs at each other as hard as we can <laughs> and obviously yeah I think that helps my shot helps with her so yeah man. Well, wow, that's really interesting. So, yeah, Glasgow to come, but your kind of thoughts on what's been a, a whirlwind year so far, and, and so who knows what it might lead to later this year and, and beyond? Yeah, I mean, if you'd have told me at the start of indoors the results I'd have achieved by the end, I'd, I'd have been, I'd have taken it in a minute, like I'd have put your hand off, but um, this should set me up nicely for the heptathlon, build on that. I'm about 150 points off 6K. 6150 is Europeans qualifying so to get as close to that is really my goal for outdoors. What's the best advice then you've been you've been given so far even you know could be coming into to Glasgow from your coach yeah. or just generally? I just really have to don't care what other people think the only people that um, matter are the ones in like your close circle I think there's always a lot of external chatter and a lot of external noise and everyone has an opinion but to be able to block them out and just focus on yourself and your training setup and you and your coach and your physios as long as everyone who's important knows what's going on that you're okay then any external noise is irrelevant brilliant stuff well uh, wish you all the best of luck for okay. what i'm sure is a great year ahead thank you <laughs>
Well, terrific stuff for Abby Paula and her coach, Ashley Bryant at Loughborough. And she wanted to come out and compete for her university as well, rather than wrapping that all up and staying fresh for the World Indoors team. It was a brilliant championships in Sheffield with one of the best atmospheres as always. And in fairness, yes, without putting any pressure on anyone to succeed up to a particular level, just to be the next in line so far as the latest British heptathlete to make a major championships, I think is something quite special in its own right, considering the success of those who have been on teams in the past, like Jess Ennis-Hill, Katarina Johnson-Thompson, Denise Lewis and others. But she really was tremendously successful at those under-17, under-20 levels that I was mentioning. Five years ago, winning national titles at under-17 level in the high jump, long jump, pentathlon and sprint hurdles. On to Georgia Bell then. What a revelation in recent times. She was an English schools champion in 2008, over 800 metres. A British university's winner as well in 2015, over the same distance. That was the last time I spoke to her and she discussed retirement from the sport. Ended up doing another couple of seasons out in the USA, but then didn't have a full season in athletics from 2017 until 2022. Some 13 seconds she's taken off her old 1500 best since returning. It was a 4.03 clocking for the win over 1500 metres in Stockholm recently. And then, of course, she won the UK title to make it to World Indoors. Bit of a comeback, uh, I have to say. Uh, I definitely left sport, left running all those years ago um, after I graduated from university in California. I thought I'd never step foot on the track again. And um, over the last couple of years, I've just got back into it through park runs and lockdown and cycling. Got in touch with my old coach to get back on track, and that's been a year now, and it's going so well. And I'm so happy that I did because, yeah, now I'm British champion. And you dabbled, of course, in more than one discipline, yeah. uh, take part in triathlons as well, right? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, I, we're still trying to work out what runner I am. <laughs> On the track, we're not sure if I'm a 15 runner or a 5k runner, um, or maybe even an 800. I'm definitely going to go back to do 800s this year, which will be the first time in seven years. So, um, still trying to work it out, but yeah, I'm still going to definitely keep doing the cycling and the duathlons because they really help, I think, with fitness. Yeah, really interesting. You mentioned getting back in touch with your old coach. It helps when uh, that coach is, is a wonderful, world-class coach, Trevor Painter, who's had great success in the time that you've been away from athletics yeah. with Keely Hodgkinson. So, a, a great group to settle back into. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Trev and Jen, as a coaching group, are fantastic. They really know what they're doing, but also the group that they've created is so great. There's athletes like Healy, Sarah Healy, Erin Wallace, who I think just came third here now. So such a strong group. We're really lucky to be a part of it. Was it that recent success uh, with Keely and others that had anything to do with you deciding that I'd, I'd like a piece of it? <laughs> I mean, definitely doesn't hurt when you see that it's all going well for them. But luckily, I'd I had the relationship with Trevor in the past. You know, he coached me when I was at Birmingham for a little bit. And it was under him that I ran my fastest times. So it only made sense when I was returning to track and thinking, who have I been most successful with? Who has the relationship been the best with? And that was always going to be Trevor and Jenny. Was there any kind of, I don't know, rustiness or anything like that, not having done a full season until quite recently? 
for a very long time. I know, like, it, it definitely was a little bit of getting to grips with racing again. Um, I think this weekend has given me a lot of confidence because it's one thing to go into races where you're aiming for a PB. It's really different to go into championship racing where there's rounds and finals. Um, and so I've been just really happy with how it's going. I've taken a lot of confidence from training and, yeah, just got some really good momentum, which is really happy. So I guess then it's who knows what's, what's possible lots more to come this summer potentially yeah um finishing off the indoor season with wild indoors which will be amazing um in front of a home crowd in glasgow i can't wait for that um and then it's going to be going away getting some good training in going to south africa for camp and um then yeah it's going to be aiming to try and make the olympic team this summer but it would be your first major track championships wouldn't it in a great britain best i mean what a fantastic experience i know i know i kind of was strategically thinking back in the summer i thought a couple of people might skip indoors because of the olympics um if they have some injuries or if they're just trying to focus on other things and that kind of bet paid off and i thought you know if i train really hard run well and have a good chance then i could make that world indoor team it's a really unique year for racing for that um, and yeah, it's worked out. I'm so happy. What's it like for your your family to see you, you know, reach that that potential that everyone knew that you had when you were winning titles at university uh, in Birmingham nine, ten years ago? Yeah, I think it's a really good point. Like everyone. The messages that I've been getting from all the athletes and the women I used to rate with and coaches and stuff like that have been so nice because everyone's just said, it's so great to see you back. My parents are obviously absolutely loving it and so are my family. I've got a great support crew here and yeah, I'm happy to do it for myself but also just so happy to do it for them too. Well, as Georgia Bell said there, certainly doesn't hurt when your previous coach was Trevor Painter, who's enjoying great success It'll be fascinating to see how she does during the outdoor season and with more racing experience at the highest level under her belt. So what about Lena and Lavia Nielsen then? A terrific 1-2 finish in the 400 metres at the UK Championships. It was quite a sister act. We'll start with, with Lavia. What a fantastic victory that was. And it's always a stacked field in the 400 metres, but a brilliant way to start the year. Yeah, I'm so happy. I've come to this championships four times. Silver, silver, bronze is my first gold. And that's what I wanted from this weekend to bit my seat on in Glasgow. So very happy weekend. Uh, Lena, I've been watching Nielsen 1-2 since the England Under-20 Championships in 2015. Oh, that was fantastic to see. What was it like, you know, being so close behind your sister? Another brilliant personal best for you. Yeah, we had a, we had a plan going in. I think we were at an advantage. The plan was love your break first and I followed close behind. Go wide on the back straight so no one can pass us and finish strong. And we did that. I think we kind of strategized it like a distance race. So um, it's really nice having my twin sister in a race. It just brings home, it brings a feeling of home because I was so, so, so nervous. Lavia, of course, you booked your place for the World Indoor Championships. Um, indoors, I think, was where you first made the GB team. Your ambitions in the short term? Um, I've never made a global final before. I've been to five World Championships, <laughs> mostly for the relay, and I've never stood on an individual uh, start line. So my goal is to go to Glasgow and make the final, I'm sure. 
I'll get the push of home crowd. Today was incredible. It was amazing. Packed out stadium arena is just incredible. So make the final and anything happen. Finally then to Lena from, from me. I suppose that you haven't quite got the standard there, I believe. So your thoughts, yeah, short term and maybe longer term yeah. as a result. Obviously I'm a four hurdler, so that's always the goal to go outdoors and run around the four hurdles. But I've watched my sister race at so many world championships in the relay and I wanted a slice of that. So I think it starts indoors. So um, yeah, everything's kicked off for this weekend. All the best of luck for a Nielsen relay team. Thank you. <laughs> Lena to Lavia Nielsen then. Yes, the baton exchange everyone wants to see. Let's cover some field events now. In just a moment, you'll hear from Tom Hughes, who won UK indoor high jump gold with his first personal best since 2017, having been ranked 11th in the country coming in. Before that, this is Owen Hurd, who won the pole vault on the same weekend in Birmingham with a best of 5.26. He seems to be going from strength to strength since competing for Team England at the Commonwealth Games in the same Midlands city. Yeah, I'm buzzing. Um, it's my first ever British podium. It's my first ever national title. So I'm buzzing to be able to say that. Not quite the height I wanted to go for, but um, either way, I'm still super happy that I came away with a gold. Of course, you were part of the Commonwealth team in Birmingham coming up to 18 months ago now. I know that was a bit of a breakthrough for you to get on that stage. So how do you feel now, 18 months on? Do you feel you've benefited from that experience? Yeah, definitely. I think um, having a big major competition like that when I was quite young sort of has given me the confidence and taught me how to perform well um, in front of a big crowd and stuff like that. So yeah, um, it, I think it's definitely an asset. And what do you think the future holds? I suppose you've got this indoor season outdoors you're still only 22 years of age right yeah um yeah so i'm still young hopefully i can start to um, execute my jumps better and potentially jump a bit higher i just want to be consistently jumping high heights 40 50 plus hopefully and then that can maybe lead on to some bigger opportunities later down the line well tom uh, a terrific british title and one that perhaps exceeded your expectations tell me about it Definitely, yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't invited initially two weeks ago. I got an invite on the, the final day of the deadline to enter, so it was a bit of a rush. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. And it's your first personal best since 2017, I think it was. Yeah, it's been 2 metres 15, and you've improved on that by 3 centimetres. So, talk to me about that. Yeah, uh, for years I, I've, I've sort of known I've got a big jump in me, I've, and it's been, yeah, seven years. That's what I've been chasing. I've been chasing that, that PV for years. So it feels really great to, to be able to do it. It's also a club record. So um, I'm pleased about that as well. That's fantastic. I mean, how does this set you up in terms of future goals for the, for the rest of the season? I don't know, to be honest, because um, I, I don't know what, this, what doors this opens for me. So uh, I'll have to speak to my coach. Uh, he'll know better than me. Um, see what there is I can do now. Uh, see what competitions I've qualified for. I'd like to go around, compete around Europe again. I've done that once before. Just tell me a little bit about your, your background in high jumping and, and how you got into it in uh, Essex and Colchester in particular. Well, um, I, was, I was good at running when I was young. Uh, so my parents set me up with uh, Colchester and tendering. Uh, I was an 800 meter runner in cross country. But I always say that well, I went to one competition, a high jump competition, and I won it. I was only there to do 800 meters and I thought I'll do high jump as well, why not? So I thought I'll keep on doing that. And then I thought I can either run for 800 meters, get knackered, 
or run for five meters and then sit down for the next five minutes. <laughs> I'm proud to do that. That's a fantastic story. I mean, I suppose though, after jumping a long competition, there is an element of fatigue, isn't there? there there's an element of kind of holding your nerve, watching everyone else directly. How do you deal with the emotion around that? Uh, I think I'm quite good at, at dealing with that. I was completely running on adrenaline. I didn't feel tired at the end. Uh, I've done competitions with, with more jumps. Yeah, I was just running on adrenaline. I was just thinking about the next jump. My coach just kept pointing his head. It's all in my head, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. But a really special moment for you, though, nonetheless. It perhaps hasn't quite sunk in. Yeah, I think I'll go home and realise I've just been asked to have about five interviews. <laughs> well, I've never had one before. And yeah, I wasn't expecting a gold medal at all. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> so that was high jumper Tom Hughes. Great story for him. And before that, pole vaulter Owen Hurd, another new British champion. Now, sprinter Kevin Santos is a name to watch at this summer's Paralympics. Of course, there's also a World Championships in Japan this year. Before that, really stacked season. And the T47 athlete has just won the UK indoor para title over 60 metres. Congratulations. You've got the champion bib now you're wearing and the gold medal also. What was that like for you and in front of a great crowd? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like a sellout crowd, so it's, it's always good to compete in a big crowd and get used to these big, big environments ready and prepare myself for Paris. Uh, and just to run out there with the two Zacks by my side, it just feels good to have other para-athletes doing well in the, in the UK. Yeah, you beat some great athletes, Zach Shaw and, and Zach Skinner, who you mentioned there. The Paris Paralympics coming up this year. I know you set a British 100 record previously. Uh, you've broken your personal best with exactly seven seconds, so it's all looking quite promising. Yeah, so another British record today, uh, which I wanted to get and I came out with. Um, it's not quite the time that I wanted. I did want to get a sub-seven today and just mark myself down as the number one 60-metre runner in the UK. How will you approach the next few months as we build towards um, those uh, Paralympics? The next few months is just building on my fitness because of previous injuries, sickness that I've, I've been dealing with, just getting myself fit enough, fit enough and just peak for May because i got the World Championships and I'm in the middle there, obviously get my name out there and another step towards Paris. Just competing in front of a lot of people just is exciting because in a way I don't want to have a bad race in front of everyone, especially my friends and family that are watching at home and that have came down to visit as well. I want to make sure I have a good performance for everyone. Certainly did. Congratulations. Thank you. T47 sprinter Kevin Santos and that brings us to an end of this podcast. Good luck to all of our athletes. Keep an eye out for more content from England Athletics across both this podcast and social media and our website too. For now though, thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs>